0: Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Still Growing in Grace, a weekly program designed to encourage you, stretch your faith, and ask more questions. I know there are many questions growing up in the church world where you're not allowed to question it. You just go with what they feed you, and it's it's it was fine. It was a tutor. It was there was value to it. So I'm I'm far more careful these days to. Um, uh, be extra angry at my past. In fact, I'm embracing it more and more and realizing, hang on. This is where I've come from. This is the this is my uh, as Paul Young would say, these are my f- folks. These are my family. This is these are my people. That's the word he uses. And I thought, okay, that's a good word because when you identify other church folks uh, that you've grown up with or backgrounds as your people, then you're less likely to be uh, spitting and throwing mud at them. (laughs) So I thought, yeah, and it was really good. This morning, we are going to do uh, the third panel discussion of four uh, from a conference we had at the beginning of the year. And I'm finding these conversations extremely valuable. I, I a year ago i forgot some of the content it's just so good and so i'm really hoping that you'll enjoy this um comment uh, uh, along i'm watching live with you and uh i know our year is ending out soon christmas is just about upon us and uh pretty exciting for for most of us and so um, by the way, I, 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 hardly ever talk about this, but if you're, um, if you've been watching this and enjoying this, uh, um, weekly digest, um, and it, it's a value to you consider making a donation, especially a year end one, we could use that this year. That'd be really cool. It helps us uh, keep going and making next year possible. Um, anything is possible. Just look at the links below on how to do that. Uh, I won't pound it, uh, but I will ask cause I think it's important um let's get into this discussion because this is the panel discussion uh partway through one of the weeks in our uh forgiveness series we did uh i think we did four weeks every thursday night four hours <laughs> it was incredible um but this one was really good i think you'll really enjoy this so let's just dive in enjoy and i think you're gonna really like this here we go whoops that's the wrong fade here we go <laughs> here we go wow
1: uh, just I, I I love the breadth of it because I mean so many different perspectives and um, wow uh, sort of even I, I really have not like delved into the quantum world um, I I love the potential of it I love the challenge of it There's some depths I, I love the fact that it is challenging me theologically which is great Oh good there you are. I was just bragging on you. Um, just saying, I was just so uh, just enjoying the stretch of kind of the perspective that you're coming from with all the quantum dynamics. Uh, so that's great. Just the oh, depth. you you wait
0: to the next one. The next was really good from Libby.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what's that was nothing. That
0: uh, was nothing.
1: And Paul, Paul, I'm just telling you. I don't know. You're you're amazing. You just can't help it. Um, yeah, just the depth and the heart and your papaology. I love the fact that I, I was just so amused when you said you refer to Holy Spirit as grace. Because I, I asked Holy Spirit, I said, Holy Spirit, like, what do you like to be called? And he said, anytime. I'm like, awesome. So he Not just, like, late for dinner. Call him anytime. So um, I just thought that was adorable um, and so like him, him slash her. So anyway, but just just beautiful rainy oh my god you just like bam 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 you know you have a way of nailing us and we're like thank you thank you right you just nail us and it's just so good and so honest you know and then Ken, just brutal honesty i love it big there it is it's it's like i love it and straight from the hip um wow i i mean i'm really blown away so you guys rock.
2: I'm just telling you, you just do. You can't help it.
0: So Libby, in your RV world, where are you now?
2: Right. We are in Tucson, in the beautiful Sonoran Desert, with the saguaro cactus that have the arms that go up like that. The sun is shiny, and it was 70 degrees. So. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> I'm all. so sorry. That's all. repent we'll later. I think yeah. it was
0: minus 10 Fahrenheit here the other day.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. You even put it in our language so we could really. I did. Feel that us. was love. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. was thinking Canada. My gosh, Fahrenheit.
0: Yeah. Very cool. All right. Would you like let's let's uh, dig into some of this because Paul um, when you got into the papaology I thought that was really cool how you just broke it down you you, you robbed any accuser or arguer of the religious baggage because there was nothing left when you were done which Libby did too you know she Talk through this journey and redirecting a new consciousness, which I heard with Paul Anderson Walsh today. Wait, wait to hear him. Holy crap, it's good. Um, oh, yeah, mind blow. So, uh, again, what I, what I aired uh, yesterday morning, I, I was talking to, about the seriousness of the child, young adult, adult stages of growth in First uh, John 2, I think it is, you know, and, and to think different people are different stages. You may hear something really wild and go, whoa, I want that depth too. But you, it's going to take time. You don't get it instantly. So I thought that was really important, something we didn't talk about yet. So,
3: Yeah, one of the things I want to make sure, Paul, was Papa Cito's was the other one you were looking for during <laughs> your thing. Great Mexican food. If you're in Atlanta, come here. I'll take you.
1: So, uh, <laughs> good. All the Papas are good. They're amazing. Yeah.
4: Yeah, they are, and the the Papaology is the the best. That's uh, (laughs) that's where all the franchises emanate from.
2: And it's gluten free free too. Yeah. Who knew?
4: It's a a buffet, and and it's free too. Yeah, it's it's, gluten free. uh, It's. uh, I so appreciate what you're doing here, Mike, because we are all on different journeys. We all uh, uh, come from different backgrounds, (laughs) and we all have uh, different. uh, you know skills and abilities and things that in uh, uh, you know, our background that uh, lead us to understand things uh, the way they are. I'm uh, I'm not a country boy, but I, I grew up in a little small rural town. and spent a lot of time with my uh, grandparents, and um, I, I'm just, I'm kind of a meat. and put, I, I love seafood. And I love sushi, but I'm really kind of a, a meat and potatoes guy when it comes to, when it comes to life, when it comes to theology and, uh, uh, you know, I'm, uh, simple, I guess, would uh, be how I, how I feel about uh, uh, things in general. And it, it, it's just, it's simple to me, it, 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 you know, it's sort of like uh, your friend said, Mike, it's just, well, I got Jesus, so, you know, I'm not not sure if I got anything else but uh, uh, as varied as our backgrounds are no matter what the uh, degrees we have or the experience or gifts and abilities uh, you know it, it does boil down to Jesus and he's the exact representation of Papa and um, uh, I, I didn't I didn't see him uh, harboring ill will or bitterness or hanging on to uh, uh, offenses and, and being unwilling to forgive people and if as scripture says we are as he is in this world i have to believe that that's uh, not only possible for us but preferable for us uh, and i i am not i'm not discounting in any way things people who have had terrible things uh, happen to them you know uh i have had you know bad things happen to me in relationships nothing like some of the things that uh, that others have had so i I can't say that uh, you know one uh, one answer fits all, but to me, the simpler I keep it, uh, the uh, the better it is for me. And uh, I I love I love going way deeper. I, I love quantum. I love uh, hearing about quantum. Uh, I love trying to impress people that I know how to say the word. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, I and and, I, and so I'm not I'm not in any way disparaging any of those things. And uh, just for me, I have to, it really helps if I can just shut down to the cop and go, okay, well, uh, Jesus was in the forgiveness business. He's in me, so it seemed to work for him. So uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to ask him to do that as me and, uh, uh, as Randy said, sit back and, and rest and let him do the work.
1: I'm right with you, Paul. I, I, I have to have it simple. I mean, I love the theologians. I mean, it's just after why my little brain hurts. I need, I need to get back to really simple and really clear. But, you know, there's power in simplicity.
0: Well, that's why I got you, and I've got Libby, and I got Rainy. You know, you guys are dealing with everyday people all the time, you know, that have come through a lot of stuff. The therapy mindset is lacking in the church world. And they're not going to ever buy it because they can't control it. So fat chance of that ever happening. And that's fine because salvation is not found in the institution at all. Yeah.
1: Well, I found some. I mean, honestly, to be fair, I found some churches are really, really embracing it. It takes a while. Yeah. So, I mean, I do think, honestly, oh, my goodness, even the church can be redeemed. So I'm, I'm just saying, sure. I, you, know, in the, you know what I mean? God loves his everybody. His whole body mm-hmm. and and he i so i actually have to say um there's a lot of places that are opening there's a lot of places that are not you know whatever um but they're really and i'm telling you they're the, the
0: loudest kind of
1: seeing, yeah well it could be and sometimes it's kind of the circles that you're familiar with True. but i mean i to the people that the, the the institutional church whatever you want to call it that embracing. oh like, my god it is unbelievable how that body is transformed i mean oh my goodness it's looking like jesus and it is uh, it's amazing well
0: i'm i'm so, in a church i, I pastor a church. church so am I'm, I'm doing it so i'm straddling both and i'm seeing the tension i'm seeing the pain of past faulty thinking and and teaching and i'm unlearning and i continue to unlearn and i've had the privilege of meeting all of you and I think we've found ourselves on similar journeys in different places but you know there's a reason that each of you are here because you you add value to the conversation that needs to be heard by somebody and i think that's that's been really good really it good. takes
1: a while to to turn the boat right <laughs> i mean just think of us ourselves as boats and our ways of thinking i mean like okay you know it's like it takes every bit of holy spirit like okay i'm patient and kind and i'm helping catherine turn her boat Right, I mean, it's because I mean the institution—it's just people and mindsets, and it's it's the mindset that we're having issues with, right, Libby? It's the mindset, it's the the neural pathways, the programs, and it takes time, and it t- does take effort. Um, and then when you corporately, a bunch of people come together, you know, it takes time to turn, but it's it's the time that's worth it, and God loves the process because it's in it with you in the process and that's why process is so important because if you did the woo, jesus magic one thing um you wouldn't have the encounter with him and you wouldn't know him in your process it's all about the journey together and that's the beauty because you're never alone in it and that's honestly why you can stand it in those hell places that you may have to go to right in the deep deep i, I can't handle this places well, you're you're not going there by yourself because Jesus made his, you know, his bed in the middle of hell, right? Jesus is there, so he's just there, so that's why you can do it, and that's why he transforms that hellish place into heaven, quote unquote.
5: Lots of unlearning, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, you said really? something about the turning of the boat, and yeah, I know you we, we were talking about the quantum physics and all that stuff. You know, I'm, uh, ladies, I don't know y'all that well, but uh, just meeting you, but I know Paul and Zinker up there for a while, and uh, Bill, I know Bill, and all those guys, uh, Mike and uh, Bill I know through Steve McBay, who I'm kind of pretty good friends with. And, uh, you know, I had Steve speak a lot, like a year or so ago during the pandemic through Zoom for a little group at the, at the rehab. And I kind of had to, I, you know, we were, I called him and I said, hey, you know, when you speak now, uh, I don't think these folks are quite ready for the uh, quantum stuff yet. Cause you know what I mean? They And, they, and he, he understood that because they weren't quite, some of them were barely ready to even come sit in a chapel and listen to anything, much less, they're like, uh, you know, that's like taking it way off and I've got people that I deal with it you say anything like that it just scares them off immediately Mm -hmm. Uh, I myself am very interested in it I kind of you know I I like it I can sit and listen and talk about it and get it but I'm kind of like Paul I kind of just in my world I just kind of have to stick with the basics so to speak now that doesn't mean that God's stuck in the basics I mean you know and she's talking about turning the ship, and that's what I was coming back to. One of my other things I did in my life, I spent a tour in the Navy and I served on an aircraft carrier. And as a, one of the biggest in the fleet, the Dwight D. Eisenhower, it's like five acres on the flight deck. And it's turned by a rudder that's, that makes it turn. It's a fraction of the size of the boat. We don't call them ships, we call them boats. And it turns, it turns, and it takes a whole bunch of mechanisms to get that rudder to turn a certain way. Mm -hmm. If that rudder goes out, goes offline, the ship just sweat, kind of like scriptural, Mm -hmm. right? It's just tossed to and fro by the waves Mm -hmm. because it doesn't have a rudder guiding it. And you know, I think there's all there's room in on that big old boat for all types of folks mm-hmm. like having us,
1: fun. yes, From
5: angles and having fun where you are, where you find yourself in your walk and your journey, mm-hmm. and do what's right in front of you. Because I, I don't want to just ramble, but I know that I think some people they they do they'll get into this and they'll start getting it, and then all of a sudden. It's kind of like the little dog out in the yard. He's, he's good and if somebody tosses a ball over there. Okay, let me go get that one. Yes. And sometimes we get scattered chasing too many balls. Mm-hmm. And just kind of let me do what's right in front of me. Cause you know, I, I, I'm fairly certain that God has brought me out of a, a miserable background. It wasn't any fun mm-hmm. to do what I'm doing and to share my journey with people that are having similar problems that i had mm-hmm. that's where i am that's mm-hmm. what i like doing and I swear i think god has me just like steve mcveigh is into the quantum physics and uh, uh, this lady here libby and that's great that's wonderful that's just not the ball i'm chasing right now
1: <laughs> i know You got. I mean, to- does that makes sense
5: yeah. I mean that's and uh, you're not chasing the ball I'm chasing. Trust me, you wouldn't like it. <laughs>
3: hey, hey Randy, you, you know what uh, us Marines call. you know what us marines call
5: those boats, right? I don't want to talk to you if you're a marine. Oh well, um, oh no. okay alone. leave that alone.
1: Help us Jesus. Help us, hey, out. Yeah.
5: Help us I hey, I was on the amphibious boat too where we took Marines and and hauled them where they went and hit the beach. I loved it. I sat back there with the cannons <laughs> safely out and said, go get them, boys. Anyway. Yeah, they
3: call it target practice, that's right.
1: So I, I I, missed it, Bill. What what do you call, what do Marines call the... No, the,
0: he, does, he he's not going to talk about it. We're leaving no, alone.
1: not. We no. have
5: Nope, no, Uber, floating Uber. Floating Uber. Okay,
0: I want to bug Libby. Yeah. I was with yes. you. Yeah. Libby, I want to hear from you. Yes. So fill us what in do you what want you. To hear? Well, first of all, I, I'm glad you introduced what you did, and I think you teased really for did. the next session. <laughs> it was just good—a very good, important tease because she she'll get into more of the some really important things that it's a it's a process that I thought was really good. I want to rehear it. I'm really eager to do that. I did not go back and re-listen to anything. So I'm hearing it pretty much for the first time, like everyone else. So, yeah. Now, when you came out of the church world, what was your hardest change mm. into your therapeutic one? I, that's something I, I, I wanted to ask you. Well, because you come out I'm of like con- a mega church, too.
2: Yeah, I'm having connection issues, and there's a really big delay. Okay. So I'm just okay. going to talk, and you can cut me off when you're ready um the hardest thing honestly the process of um the goodbye was um and, um, and so it was real journey for me and it's it's why it's part of why i went into neuro coaching because i look at holding on to forgiveness as so damn I did it did itself it wasn't some religious spiritual reason that i wanted to i was commanded to do or anything like that i didn't want to do that to myself i i want and so i
1: yeah.
2: i knew that i was running these tracks of negativity in my mind so that I was almost in some kind of a prison from that because the emotions had been so high the wounding felt so intense the you know um so I I went and I was a life coach anyway and I thought wow I can learn how to deal with this myself I really went into it just for my own my own benefit but Um, That that was the hardest thing other than just realizing how boxed in the allowed way of thinking was within the church world. And Mm. I had a lot of fear as far as, am I going to step out and use my voice and be who I am and share the beauty of what I'm discovering? or am mm-hmm. i going to hold back and so i was i was as i went deep within through my neurocoaching process i could tell that i i was struggling with so much fear of knowing mm-hmm. that i was moving outside the boundaries of allowed thinking mm-hmm. and it made me realize how when you're in that system how there's an approved and an unapproved way of thinking vocabulary, and can't dictionary, can't past the boundaries mm-hmm. um all of that you'll get nailed if you use the wrong words you know i've been told not to use the word meditation not to use the word quantum you know after being at the church for 30 years but um but even just the thought yeah and and it's a it's a it's a culture and um really allowing myself to be free to not not conform into that and just let the freedom of love um take me and go go with that and it's um that's another thing I've had to work on rewiring, is just being OK with what people think, being being myself. Um, and so that's been a real journey, is just realizing how my mind was in that place and letting it be free. But
1: Libby, can I ask you a question? And you don't have to answer this, because I, I don't really, your story was intense, but it was very general. Um, But was like the church, like the institution, the church world, was that like part and parcel of what you had to forgive? Or was it more individual people? I don't know your story.
2: Yeah. um, It started out being um, a group, a small group, But then as things unfolded and as I processed over the coming years, I realized that it was it just that was just a symptom of a system. Mm -hmm. And I myself in leadership in that system behaved the same way. Maybe Mm -hmm. not the same way. Maybe I would have been a little more considerate while I was inconsiderate. You know, <laughs> I would have been nicer with okay.
1: somebody, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know,
2: but, but I was honestly, my, my paradigm was the same as what I, I was on the receiving end of probably what I, I gave out to people. And so it was, it was an interesting thing to really get honest with myself and say, okay, this is me, you know, five years ago. Yeah.
1: Wow.
2: And, in a way. And, and I,
1: and I think, and I don't know you guys, um, you know, what, however you guys, but I think for a lot of us I, and I think almost everybody like in our growth process, we've really had to, if we're honest and honestly, if we're really tracking with our impact on people, like, um, we've had to really like forgive ourselves for what we've partnered with and how we've harmed people. Even like, you know, with the paradigms that we have come under. I mean, I came under some really mean paradigms and I acted mean. And oh my God, I hurt people. Like what the hell? And I'm the love person. What the hell is that? Um, And I mean, I think that's a thing if you're just an honest human being, you know? And then when we're supposed to be representing God, we're supposed to be representing love and all this, and we do a crappy job. You know, I I think we have to do a lot of repenting. And I think sometimes we need to like ask forgiveness of people and we need to forgive ourselves. It's like a and, and like, God, I'm so sorry, I misrepresented you and I hurt people and I don't know how to clean it up. Like forgive me and how do I how do I do that? I
0: hurt people. Then, then listen to listen to Ken North. <laughs> oh. Don't do anything. Stop it. Just stop it.
1: Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Because right.
0: yeah. Yeah. we're, 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 we're fixers and it's not about fixing. I think with Libby, would I, tell? correct me if I'm wrong Libby, but what I hear about your story that I think is neat to me personally is you were, you chose to step away and intentionally went on a healing journey mm-hmm. and how many of us can't do that? Like, and then to hear the fruit of that, and the detaching from the old uh, broken ship <laughs> that you are no longer part of, so to speak. Um, I, the freedom you now have, like you, you you see with a lens that people stuck in the system can't see at all. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing. I mm-hmm. think it's really neat. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, and I don't know how many yes. of you came from. A toxic, I mean, I'm assuming I'm looking at people, um, and I've heard a lot of your stories that came from a, a toxic Christian world. And I, I know you're kind of Libby, you're kind of like, I love you, Christian people. I'm out here, <laughs> like I'm stretching way out, and I'm I, whatever that is. I mean, I don't, but however, um, but I think. And it's even in a toxic relationship, when you come outside that, you can actually see it for the toxicity for what it is. But when you're under it, you may feel the toxicity, but you kind of don't know exactly what's wrong until you do get... So you do need to kind of leave to see and heal, right, in a way. And sometimes that's a a distance
2: thing. That is... Yeah, that is a very true thing. I, I do want to, um, and that is something I experienced. However, I will say that the situation I came out from under, I don't, I would not use the word toxic for that. Mm -hmm. I think it was about as, as, uh, you know, we were grace, we were love, you know, we were do life together. Um, And so toxic is not a word I would apply to that. However, Mm -hmm. I think there's something in the system. It's a group think mentality that you can't see clearly when you're on the inside of it, from when you step out to the outside of it. Mm -hmm. And the people who step out get categorized. And interestingly, um, I heard, William Paul Young say this recently on something I was listening to and he said the word the root of the word accuser Satan the accuser is like categorizo or yeah. categorization some pronunciation yeah, yeah the uh, idea of categorizing yeah. people yeah,
5: and we gotta, we and I see. realized
2: and I see this in my clients that they're mm-hmm. in myself too as I was going through the you know the differentiation process that there's a fear of being categorized by people mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. of what unforgiveness is what i was holding in my heart it's a categorizing mm-hmm. and and a shrinking down and a, a putting these people into stone you know mm-hmm. and that is the work of the accuser i thought wow that'll cure people from or help them.
0: Help can I, them can, I can I read you guys something that uh, David Hayward from the Naked Pastor posted today? Oh, please do. Yeah. This what he wrote. It's on my Facebook page. Since labels may categorize you permanently, resist the temptation to label where you are spiritually. Wow. Appreciate the freedom. Period. Wow. Yes.
2: yes. Good. And I and I would add I, I saw that today, Mike, and I thought, well, they can do that permanently, but the brain is plastic, you know, there's neuroplasticity. Bingo. You don't have to stay yep. with that.
0: Yep. Well, one of
3: the you know big that- things, I know I know we only got a few more minutes, and I, I just want to say that I wrapped into a, a little bit of last week and this week and I you know, tie a bow a little bit on what at least I heard. Um, last week I mentioned, I think during the live that, you know, all forgiveness from my perspective. Is, is a co-participation with the forgiveness that Jesus unveils on the cross. But as I've been contemplating even on that, which kind of, that was for myself to go, wow, I needed to hear that for myself. The the, the thought that I've had this week is, is I, I think it was Paul um, kind of touched on it in his talk today, that what, what does God have to forgive us for if he for, forgave us before there was ever a need to forgive, right? Right. So there's no need for forgiveness on God's end, and and what, right. it, what it, that forgiveness isn't even a as weird as it sounds. It's not even it is a God concept, but it is also not a God concept paradoxically, you know paradoxically because um, God doesn't have to let go because God has already let. So get, bear with me, so Jesus, Jesus becomes human. God becomes all human and perfectly represents himself in this Middle Eastern Jewish carpenter, right? And and the thought hit me this week, and it's actually something I wrote three years ago. I reread it this week and I was like, dang, I was onto something there, and I don't think I even picked up on my own my own vibe. Was that the, the participation of forgiveness that, that God brings and sends in himself into is human forgiveness. That that the cross is the last Adam, it's the son of man, it's the son of Adam, forgiving Adam, for Adam's need to be forget, you know, to, to get wrapped up in this categorization, forgiveness, vengeances, retributions, uh, you know, uh, as, as Rainy said, all of our, our, you know, resentments and stuff, so I thought that was just such a, a Holy Spirit thing for me, that, that God is just sitting over here just smiling, right, and, and knowing that, that this is all going to get unraveled. Uh, You're, un- getting un- it, You're getting it, kids. You're getting it. And this isn't linear, just like Lydia said. This isn't a linear thing. This is a holistic thing that happened at the moment of the cross, which happens in the middle of our time, which doesn't make any sense to us. But it happened before time. And holistically, this is an unfurling. Uh, cosmically, and we're just participating in it. And that—that's so much more enjoyable to think about than this linear process that I got to do A and then B happens and then C happens. No, we are at different stages, but it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's like a, a flower blossoming before us.
5: I totally, I totally agree with with the, what Paul talked about. I totally agree with. I accept it. I know it's true. I just ain't quite got it yet. Now you know what I mean. And one of my things is not so much. I have a strange situation in in that I have people who I know. They let me know occasionally, almost every ever so often, that they have they do not forgive me for some of the things I have done, and uh, they and it's not and and so I struggle to forgive. Unforgiveness. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I don't, I, and I don't feel justified, if that's the right word, in even seeking or trying to get these folks to forgive me, because I because what I did to them was awful. Mm-hmm. You know, I took uh, their family member, I took their life, and that forgiving myself for that. Has been a struggle, but how do I how do I hold it against someone who was has not forgiven me for that? There and was, they let me know that on a regular basis, every chance they get. You see what I'm talking about? I was actually quite got it there. That,
3: there was actually a question about that very thing posed to the Facebook group, and I answered it today, and it's regarding Matthew 18 and the unforgiven servant unforgiven servant parable by jesus and then uh actually richard murray came in and added a a second thing and it's funny because i'm not sure if he read mine or not but they're basically saying the exact same thing which is awesome because i think we wrote them right at the same time but um (laughs) for anybody who has that question because i know mike we're probably short on time
0: we are we're done there's
3: two really good answers there
0: okay well if our next panel time we you know, take a look at a question or two that comes up in the posts or we discuss what we heard, what we, what's, where the bridge is, you know, um, Bill, you catching a theme that's suddenly shifting even you, I am changing in this, in this conference, and especially in, with the recordings, I'm, my understanding is being expanded, and I didn't expect it, and I love it, you know, there's more mystery attached to this now instead of dogmatism, and I think that's a beautiful gift, Good. so... Well, thank, thank you, everyone. You, right? yeah. Thanks for he, thanks for chiming in. I'll I'll sign you guys off, and then we're gonna go. All right. Oh my well, goodness. I I hope you enjoyed that. That was that conference. I, I'm still stunned at the depth of uh, where this forgiveness conference went. Um, if you have not seen it, oh my goodness, it, it's we had four weeks of four hours a Thursday every Thursday night and uh i know i was tired at the end of each one and i can't believe how many people stuck with it and watched right through each time but the the recordings were available for those who registered um it 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 was phenomenal it took this idea, this concept of forgiveness, far deeper than Sunday school, if I can say it that simply. Um, really, really amazing. So, anyway, I hope you're encouraged by that. Next week, we're going to have our final panel discussion uh, that was shared, and uh, it too was really good. Um, and if uh, those faces were all new to you, you've not seen or heard any of those individuals that uh, were sharing, um, <clears throat> they each come from a unique background. Um, uh, one is a medical doctor turned uh, therapist. The other one is a, uh, a therapist as well. Uh, Rainey, he does a recovery ministry in, in Alabama, um, meeting people who are walking through the worst of the worst. Bill Thrasher, phenomenal thinker. Uh, and you didn't even get to see the other uh, individuals that we were talking about. Um, we probably have the best lineup of speakers and teachers in this conference that I've ever been connected with. Uh, it was so, so good. Anyway, that's it for this Wednesday. So join us next Wednesday and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, be encouraged and I look forward to seeing you next time. See you later. All right. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. Join me next time on Still Growing in Grace for more good news. Enjoy previous episodes by downloading our podcast at growingingrace.ca. You can also visit hopefellowshipycc.com to find our service times and location. If this show has been an encouragement to you, please consider making a donation today at growingingrace.ca and help us keep spreading this good news. Thank you again for tuning in to Still Growing in Grace.